Yep, yep, yep. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here to give you that Knicks talk. Just in the Nick of Time here to talk about a Knicks loss. Because the Knicks lose to the Clippers. 106 to 95. RJ Barrett doesn't really give you much except for a short stint where he scores 11 points. 5 of 12 from the field. Randall gives you a struggle. 19 points for the game with eight rebounds and three assists. Josh Hart chips in with 10 points uh, and eight rebounds and four assists. Obi gives you 10 as well. And Emmanuel quickly, um, pretty much only one who kind of showed up offensively today, gives you 26 points and 10 rebounds on the night. And despite, you know, the Knicks once again doing well. With the rebounds, winning the rebound battle, 59 to 51. Second chance opportunities were abundance, but we could not cash in. And ultimately, the Knicks lose, man. The Knicks lose to the Clippers, and we're gonna talk about it all. Part of my energy level, I'm under the weather, um, but I'm here still talking Knicks basketball with you guys. We're gonna talk about it all. Um. But before we talk about it, you know what it is. You got to shout out to FUBU TV. If you want to watch the Knicks for free for seven days, go to FUBUTV.com slash KOT. Watch the Knicks and other sports for free as well as other cable channels. So, And you can cut it whenever you want to if you decide to purchase it. So shout out to FUBU TV. Um, but yeah, let's get to it. Also, hit that like button and hit the subscribe button as well. If you f- fill in the, the KOT show and just if you've been on the fence for a while, um, definitely join us. All right, because we hear already two talking Knicks basketball after every win and loss. And today was a loss. Um, But yeah, man, I'm going to introduce you to my guy. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Knicks lost their third game in a row. Um, and that's all I pretty much have to say, man. It's, it's been a rough last three games, but, you know, I, I still believe that there are some positives to still look at, despite the fact that the Knicks are on, on a little loser streak at the moment. Right, right, right. And I want to first start off my urging Knicks fans who are watching this game and watching this little skid right here. To, to put things in perspective, all right? 10 games, 9 games, over 500. I don't want anybody panicking right now. The Knicks, we lost our best player in Jalen Brunson. Uh, so things are bound to be out of whack when you lose the engine of your team. And despite losing Jalen Brunson, we were in a lot of these games. The only game that I really say was a really bad loss to me was, was the Hornets game. But we are in a lot of these games. So I'm going to urge you guys to, to not lose your heads with everything you're seeing from the Randall stuff to to, 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 to the missed shots. Um, we will get it back on the rails. We just hitting a little bump in the road. It's a long season. And 
during the season, things like this happen. Um, but yo, let, let's get to it. And I know what's on top of people's minds. Um, we'll, we'll start with the Randall stuff. Okay. We'll start with the Randall stuff. Cause listen, the Knicks were up at halftime and I was shocked myself, Ryan, that we were up at halftime considering we weren't shooting well, really. Um, but our defense really showed up. I felt like Grimes played great defense. I felt, I felt like Josh Hart played great. I felt like we were getting out in transition and we did a lot of things well, despite not having our best player. We were toe to toe with uh, one of the, the teams who I feel like can be a sleeper on the West because they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, but, uh, Long behold, we were up at one with 0.3 seconds left in the third quarter. Had the momentum on our side and Julius Randall implodes. And this is something that Randall is going to have to deal with his entire career, his entire life probably is the, the, the anger issue. You know what I mean? And I know we could have rebounded after that, but momentum, I mentioned this before, momentum is a funny thing in the NBA. I do feel like maybe we lose the game anyway, but that momentum swing possibly lost us the game. Um, Does that mean my own Julius Randle? No. Does he deserve um, harsh criticism for the way he reacted? Yes, because you still have to be in the moment and realize what's happening and realizing your attitude is is um, affecting this team. Now, this season, he's done well. He's done well to manage those issues um, for most of the season. And when you're trying to change as a person or trying to change your pattern of how you've done things for your entire life, sometimes you will have a pitfall, but you got to bounce back from that. All right. So I'm not pleased with what Randall did today. Um, it happens sometimes. This can't be a pattern. Um, and that's all I have to say. I don't know if you want to uh, add something to that, Ryan, or bring the conversation somewhere else. No, I do. I do want to add something to it because I already know that Randall's reaction at the end of the third quarter is going to bring up those Knicks fans who wanted Randall gone at the beginning of the season because now they're going to see this as, okay, the old Randall is coming back. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, why do we keep this guy and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Paul Butler in the chat right now saying to get rid of this clown because he's too emotional. And I'm like, has that been Randall's pattern this whole season? Right. It has not been his pattern the whole season. At least at this game, if you watch it, there was a lot of contact going on, a lot of calls that were not made. On top of that, he had a bad game, a bad shooting game. And I, I, and honestly, in my opinion, I think he's tired. Yeah. In my opinion, I feel like he needs rest. And if I was the Knicks... I like I know Julius Randle is going to want to play every game because he's this 
because it seems like he's this Iron Man player. But if I was the Knicks, honestly, I would be like, look, you could play tomorrow's game against the Lakers, but Tuesday against the Blazers, after that game against the Blazers, the Knicks don't have another game till Saturday against the Nuggets. I would sit him out that game and allow him to get some rest and get his mental right yeah. so he can finish the rest of the season back in a good space. And people want to get on Randall for the way he acted at the end of the third quarter, but yet don't want to give him credit for getting himself together, able to finish the game without any more emotional outbursts after that. So, I mean, so you have to give him credit for that as well. I just don't want to see Knicks fans right now be wishy-washy on Julius Randle just because of this one emotional outburst. He hasn't had an emotional outburst like this since freaking last season. Yeah, he had moments early in the season where he may have been a bit emotional, but not to this degree. Right. So again, you have to look at the pattern of his emotional capacity this season. You have to look at the pattern, and the pattern hasn't been him going off like that. Agreed. So give the man a chance to calm down, relax. I hope the Knicks give him the game off against the Blazers. I don't I don't think they will. No. But at least after that game, he has a good amount of time till the next game to relax, recharge, and get his head back in the game because the pattern this season hasn't been him going off emotionally. Yeah. Like somebody said this in on Twitter, uh, and I completely agree with him. Like he hasn't looked the same since the, the Celtics, the Celtics game. Like mentally sharp body language. Like I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Ryan. I feel like he's he's tired and he needs like a little bit of a break. And the all-star game is a great honor. You know, it's a great honor. But at the same time, when you listen to a lot of these um the all-stars who actually talk about the all-star game, they all kind of say they don't feel like they're arrested afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think we have to keep that in mind. Um, but, um, we got other things to talk about too. At the end of the day, um, it, we, we got more to talk about. We got more to talk about. Um, regardless, I, I kind of felt like we had a chance to win this game. I felt like tactically the, I don't know if it was coach or Randall or a combination of both to start the game off. It was a lot of Randall ISO on one of the best one-on-one defensive players in the game. And we definitely wasn't going to win the game like that. Randall ISO wing versus Kawhi Leonard is not the look. <laughs> so I'm glad it only took half a quarter for the Knicks to figure that out. Um, I felt like the ball movement was, was really good this game once again. Uh... Although we only finished with 21 assists. But I thought the ball movement was good. I thought the defense was really good. The perimeter defense. I thought Grimes did a great job getting the teams in transition. And I also felt Emmanuel quickly bounced back pretty well. You know, um, after kind of getting lost the last two games, I kind of figured he would start to turn things around. Emmanuel quickly had 26 points on, on the night. 10 rebounds from your guard is an amazing number and for an assist. So this, this is why I'm not, it sucks that we're in a losing skid and we have the Brooklyn Nets 
also nipping at our heels. But um, you know what? I'm not completely upset. It's, it's just that because it's the Clippers. I already knew looking ahead, this is going to be a tough game. But there are some things to, to like about the way he played this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, out of every Nick that played today, I mean, quickly probably played the best. Like, you know, he had a tough game the last, the previous game against the Kings. That was a tough game for him, but it was good to see him bounce back and, you know, be more productive on the offensive side of the ball. You know, his shot was falling a bit more today. Um, facilitating wise, he didn't really facilitate that well today, but, you know, he did, you know, hit the boards a lot. 10 rebounds out of quickly is definitely great, a great stat. And it was good to see him bounce back. Yeah. The Knicks just need shot makers, man. We need shot yeah. makers at this point. With Brunson out, RJ Barrett, Quentin Grimes, quickly, Randall, like we need shot makers at this point. RJ Barrett, 5 for 12, 11 points on the night. Julius Randle, 5 of 24, 19 points on the night. Um, Mitchell Robinson, 6 points. He even uncharacteristically shot 25% from the field tonight. Josh Hart, he needs to take some shots. He only took three. <laughs> so at the end of the day, we really need shot makers um, outside of quickly to, to get things to go. And that's been our problem. We had the fifth best ranked offense in the league and it's kind of come down to the halt and we're getting open shots we're absolutely getting open shots and we're getting second opportunities on top of that um we just aren't hitting them which is why i'm not super pissed at the losses you just you you just have to hope some of these things start to, to, to fall for us um the only thing that really kind of is bothering me is is the, the R.J. Barrett thing. Because R.J. Barrett, worst plus minus on the night, um, minus 21. Uh, he had a great spurt in the third quarter, but defensively, once again, wasn't good. And I've been touting, touting his defense being good for a while. Today, not so much. The fourth quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter, Coach calls timeout after uh, R.J. Barrett gets backdoored by uh, was it Terrence Mann, and it's like when you have when you have Brunson out, you need guys like Barrett and Grimes and other people to step up on the scoring end because we we definitely need the help. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Yeah. Um. You know, before I talk about RJ Barrett, you know, I got to say, I like RJ Barrett, okay? He is the bod mod. I feel like I got to put that out there because people think all of a sudden, like, we're not RJ Barrett fans, whatever the case may be. We like RJ Barrett, but I'm going to be honest about his game. I'm not going to sugarcoat his game and, you know, act like, you know, he's playing good or whatever the case may be. You know, the last few games, he has been playing well. You know, he has been stepping it up offensively, especially with with Brunson being out today, he didn't play well. You know, only providing 11 points, you know, when Knicks need a viable second option outside of Julius Randle also having a bad game today. And, you know, he didn't have a good game offensively, minus 21, like JL has said, the worst, plus minus of the night. And it was tough for him defensively as well. I mean, I'm not going to be too rough on him. Like, 
since the All-Star break, I do think that he has improved defensively. You know, going into the All-Star break, he was kind of bad on the defensive end. He started to get back his energy defensively after the All-Star break. But today, I mean, look, he had to guard pretty much the Clippers' wings. And yeah. Clippers got pretty much All-Star wings and Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and those guys. And Kawhi Leonard dropped like 38 tonight. You know, Kawhi Leonard killed us. I mean, so, I'm not going to even kill him for getting towards yeah. Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi Leonard is that's, Kawhi Leonard. But go ahead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Kawhi Leonard. So right. I'm not going to be too rough on him on the defensive end, but offensively, you know, he has to play better than 11 points and only shooting 5 or 12 from the field, especially with Brunson being out. I'm just kind of wondering, this, the last game versus the Clippers – the coach put Randall on Kawhi and it slowed him down significantly. And I I feel like to start the game, Tibbs had Randall on Kawhi and Grimes on um Grimes on Paul. Right? Which is why I right? Am I am I bugging? Like I don't, I'm not calling RJ for getting cooked by Kawhi. That's Kawhi, but yeah, I don't know. My my thing is, I don't. I guess my question is, how come Randall wasn't on Kawhi more if it worked the game before? I think that's what it. I think that's my question. I mean, honestly, honestly, I have no clue. Like. I mean, Randall defensively, I feel like, especially in the first half, he kind of wasn't there. Mm. You know, like, he was kind of off defensively. Honestly, I don't, I don't know as to why Rand, they didn't keep Randall on Kawhi. If he was effective on Kawhi, I honestly don't know. Yeah, that's my, that's my question. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but salute to the chat. I'm really, I'm not feeling 100%, so... I'm actually going to, I feel like I talked about everything important that I really want to talk about. But if you guys want to call in and give your perspective on the game, whether it's against us or whatever, like I said, as long as you're respectful, you, you can call in and talk whatever you want. All right. 319-527-6241. That's 319-527-6241. All right. Um, I do like Josh Hart. Yo, Josh Hart, once again, man, I, I just need him to shoot a little bit more. That's it. But Josh Hart is is every time Josh Hart gets in the game, the complexion, the game changes. I felt like he found OB for leak outs that we want to see him find him for. He got OB going. He was passing the ball. He 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 gave his usual tenacity. He ignites fast breaks like nobody else on his team. And I think in in the second half, Josh Hart was playing some well. I mean, the first half, Josh Hart was playing so well, like Tibbs couldn't really afford to take him out. So I felt he he closed over RJ in that first half. Um, Josh Hart, man, I keep saying it, freaking great pickup for us. Great pickup. Like, he's probably the reason, like, even though we're losing some of these games, mm -hmm. I feel like we're playing better than the other team even with some of these losses, because Josh Hart just gives you all the 66, the the 50-50 balls and the intangibles. 
that you need to win ball games. So shout out to Josh Hart once again. And Obi Toppin, who actually felt like played pretty good defense in that first half. And yeah. I was actually hoping that he would see some extended minutes today. Um because of the way he was playing. I felt like everything for Obi was dropping except the threes. If if Obi ever got the threes going with the way he was going to the hoop, I would have been really happy. With on top of the defense, yeah, um, yeah, I do want to point out that Obi did play well today. Like, I was happy with his play today. I mean, he didn't hit any three pointers, but I do like the fact that he was able to get out on the break when the Knicks need some easy baskets because I feel like the Clips were playing pretty good defense on the Knicks, and the Knicks definitely needed to get some easy baskets. And Obi was out on the fast break, and he was found by you know hard a few times. Yeah, you know, got easy baskets on the break and. Actually, like this energy today as well. You know, um, I'm not really a huge Obi guy, but he played well today, and I think that his energy and the points that he provided was well needed today. Absolutely, well needed. 13 minutes. Uh, this is one of those games like maybe you should play more. I don't know, um, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, salute to the chat. If you like the show, hit the like and subscribe. I only have one other thing to really talk about that just popped in my mind. But shout out to Alexander picks for Timmy, um, Deras, Craig. Uh, with shout out to Jay Supreme. Shout out to you guys. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Super uh, appreciate you guys who coming after a Knicks loss. Knicks win. Knicks was on a win streak. It was popping in here. You know what I'm saying? Knicks loss comes. People ducking high, but I, I salute to you guys who still uh, supporting this show. All the way two gang is in the building. All right, we out, we out here. Um, I am concerned with. Um, <clears throat> I'm concerned, Ron. I'm concerned with quickly. I'm concerned with quickly's minutes. Quickly had what 52, 54 minutes. Yeah, fifty five minutes against the Celtics at this versus the Celtics. The Hornets game, he looked like he was he was running in mud and quicksand. Uh he played 42 minutes tonight. It's a back to back tomorrow. It's is uh quickly said after that game, he felt fine, but the next game, the next day his body felt sore. Um, so I'm really worried about quickly's minutes moving forward. While Jalen Brunson is is still out, and if you haven't known today, uh, Jalen Brunson is day to day. He is day to day, so we don't know how long he'll be out. MRI came up negative, thank God, but he is day to day. Um, I will say though, with Jalen Brunson's injury, I admit that last injury did make me nervous because it was a non-contact injury. And those non-contact injuries are the scariest, you know, because you're just minding your business, doing regular basketball things, and all of a sudden you're hurt. Which, so I, I would hope, even though it's getting scary hours right now, because right now the Knicks and the Nets are tied for fifth. Standings are important, but I rather have Brunson in the playoffs than you know trying to play this game where he comes back too early. I don't know. What do you think, Ron? No, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I, 
like at this moment, I just feel like the team as a whole needs rest, and I'm definitely <laughs> looking, and I'm definitely looking forward to that break that they're gonna have after the after the Trailblazers game because I feel like that break is gonna come at a very important time of the season, you know, because that's uh, that's at least like three full days off. Yeah, and I think the team needs time to recharge and get the energy back, and I expect them to go full throttle against the Nuggets on Saturday at that home game because I because with, with the days off that they're gonna have to rest, I feel like that's gonna really help the team out. But yeah, uh, with Cookie's minutes. I mean, it, it, it is kind of racking up there, you know, but I don't think the Knicks are going to, the Knicks definitely are not going to rest them because nah. Brunson, they need quickly, you know, so you need quickly to play. So he's going to play these next few games. The only thing I can hope is that, you know, that while they have that break after the Trailblazers game, that they, that these guys get some rest and just recharge their batteries. But, you know, there's really no space to really like lower quickly's minutes unless like, Either gonna play yeah, either you're gonna play McBride more and trust in McBride that he can step up to the plate, or you're gonna or like I see some people in the chat requesting for D Rose, or maybe you go another route and see if like an, another vet off the bench can like help out and you know and play and see what they can provide for the team and hopefully that can lower quickly's minutes a bit as well. So Yeah. I agree. I I agree, but it don't even look like 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 once again you're looking over D Rose. D Rose has his hair out, like CK yeah. said in the last game, which means he ain't looking to come back come into the game when you got your hair or hair all out on the sideline. So, um, I don't see the break the break glass for D Rose things happening at this point. You know what I mean? Exactly. But so it's going to have to be. I don't know. I I need G League McBride to come here and do his thing. Be aggressive, hit some shots, get to your spots on the floor like that foul line, hit them threes, and 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 get uh quickly as much rest as needed, man. I need I need that McBride to step up tomorrow versus the Lakers. You know what I mean? Facts. Alright, right, yo, that's all. That's all I really had to talk about. I don't know if you have anything you want to talk about or any last words, rapper points. Ooh picks, bruh picks. I think I do have something to talk about, but I don't know if it's a bruh pick or whatever the case may be. But recently, Cam Reddish came out with some comments. Oh, yeah. About, yeah, about his time with the Knicks. And I just see Knicks Twitter going back and forth, you know, people supporting Cam Reddish and people not supporting Cam Reddish. And I just have something to say about it. Like, this is just my viewpoint. Okay. So, I'm not really taking sides here. So, okay. Karen Reddish basically said something along the lines of, you know, he feels like, you know, him being benched had nothing to do with basketball and had a lot to do with politics and whatever he, whatever he means by the <coughs> politics of the team, whether that's, you know, maybe, you know, Thibs not liking him. Mm-hmm. So, Thibs just decided to bench him and not play him. You know, and and despite whatever happens in games, like if there's a time to bring Cam Reddish back, they've just refused because they've had something against Cam Reddish. I don't know mm. what specifically he meant by politics. But here's my thing. And for the people supporting Cam Reddish, like I'm a person that's more based on results. You know, I'm, I'm a person that's more based on how's the team playing since you know, a change happened or whatever the case may be. 
Does Cam Reddish have a legit beef for the Knicks organization? Of course he does. Because even I saw after he got benched permanently that there were some games afterwards where the Knicks were not playing good and the Knicks needed a spark, you know, and there were like matchup problems, like against, like, for example, the Spurs, Raptors, you know, where teams, you know, teams that have a lot of long wings, where it's like, okay, we have Reddish on the bench and he's a long wing. We're having trouble with this team. Why not put Reddish in the game and see what he can provide? You know, rather than, you know, just going with your same nine-man rotation who's not really having an effect on the game against a certain team. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, you cannot argue, you cannot argue statistics and you cannot argue facts. When, when after Reddish, when Reddish got benched, the Knicks at the time were 10 and 13, and they were getting blown out by the Mavericks, like a 30-point blowout. And honestly, that same game that I saw him play, he played terrible that game. And even I, you can even go back to like the old KOT videos. I even said that if I was Stibbs, I probably would have benched Reddish the next game after he played the way he did against the Dallas Mavericks. But the thing is, after Reddish got benched and Knicks went to a nine-man rotation, the team has played exponentially better. And then on top of that, when Hart came into the squad, a team, a, a guy that more fits what Thibs wants within his team, a guy that more fits the culture of the team and more fits the playing style of the team, the team got even better afterwards. So it's like, I understand a lot of fans beef about, you know, the Knicks not playing Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, to be honest about it, Cam Reddish's motor, motor does not fit what Thibs wants in his players on the Knicks. It, he just does not fit. So the fact that he's in Portland now, a team that he fits more in, that's better for Cam Reddish. Yeah. He, didn't fit, he did not fit within the Knicks. And I'm about to say another truth that people might not like. Even Obi doesn't fit. Into, the, into what Thibs wants out of his players playing for him. But you know why? But you know what? The reason why Obi gets a lot of chances is because he, he's a Knicks lottery pick. So he's going to get every opportunity in the world to prove that he's deserving of playing time. Cam Reddish was not a Knicks lottery pick. He was acquired through trade. Therefore, if Cam Reddish is going to get that playing time, he has to show that he's worthy of it. And the fact of the matter is, to be honest about it, after that Dallas game, he looked bad. He looked terrible. And when and when things went to that nine man rotation, the team started to play better. Yeah. Well. So it is. It is. I well, you already know my my. I said my thoughts a million times. I felt like I'm beating the dead horse in my thoughts. It's pretty much similar to Ryan's, where um. We started playing when we went, we shortened the rotation. We started playing better. I still feel like, um, I feel like the truth is somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do feel like we started playing better when that happened, but I do also do feel like politics was involved when, when we were short players and we needed warm bodies to play and he didn't go to cam. Um, that solidified to me that politics was involved. So I, Ryan, you are right, but I also believe that at the same time, Cam was is right as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, also something that Cam, like ultimately, 
there are certain things that he said that I actually agree with because we've seen it ourselves, right? That, the politics part, I do believe is right. The nothing to do with basketball part, I don't believe that's right at all because I do, do think like basketball and the way he plays defense and his motor does have a lot to do with it. The politics part, I do believe Cam Reddish hit the nail on the head with that. But I also, he also said he felt like he had to make the shot or he'll be pulled. Um, we've seen that with Ob Toppin when he he said in an article. I know other people feel that way about it too. I already knew he was talking about Ob when he said that. You know what I'm saying? Because I because Ob even kind of said that uh, in certain places where he felt like he had the freedom to play, so he was able to put up the the points he did last year. But at the end of the day, um, listen, Cam went to Portland. We got Josh Hart. The trade is working out for both teams. Um, and we're going to play them. Ver- we're going to play Portland. We're going to play Portland in a couple of days. And it'll be what is what it is when it happens. Hopefully, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the subject will come back up when that happens again. And then hopefully we get to leave that subject once that happens. All right. I hope so, but knowing Nick's Twitter, they're probably not. <laughs> Especially yeah. if Cameron has a good game, they're gonna they're gonna keep on it. Yeah. And and you know that's why I just stay away from Nick's Twitter because a lot of the takes I see, I'm just like, yo, if I get into like an, a debate <laughs> over something against some of these people on Nick's Twitter, I know I'm gonna get upset. So I'm just like, you know what? I just leave it be. But Jesus, man, Nick's Twitter's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I agree a lot with what he said, but not everything he said is pretty much my my take on it. But I, f- I agree with like maybe like 80, 90%. Um, but that's our show. That is our show. Hopefully you enjoyed this show. It's funny. I see a whole people, bunch of people run in the room and a whole bunch of people leave. Maybe because we talk about Cam Reddish. <laughs> like a whole bunch of people came in and then left right afterwards. He was like, "We don't want to hear my no Cam Reddish." Oh man, <laughs> oh man. But uh, if you like the show so far, like and subscribe. You already know what it is. All right. Um, listen, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, be hopefully I'll feel uh, better, and um, I think Lee will be back tomorrow as well. All right, but. Ryan G, let him know where he can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. And picks for Timmy, I see you. You know me. I got the smoke for the people in the chat. They could come get this live smoke, but you know I'm chilling today. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm being easy. <laughs> I saw Craig in the chat too. And I saw what Craig was saying too, but I was like, you know what? I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm gonna take it easy today. I'm I'm oh, being cool. I don't even see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see. Uh man, uh, you already know the deal. You can follow us on, uh, yeah, get the snapbacks. Uh, NickTimeShow.com. You already know where to get those. NickTimeShow.com slash catalog. Just go to Nick Time Show. Hit catalog at the top. Brings you to the merch. Follow us on the KOT show on Twitter, the Naked Time show on Instagram and Facebook. 
and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. All right. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us. Cool. Cool. All right, Ryan G. That is our show. Um, and you already know the deal. Okay? As always. Shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks, YouTube, and Twitter streets. That's our show. We out this mug. Peace. Yeah.